From the Financial Times in London, I'm Matthew Vincent and this is FT News. This week, private investors felt the first effects of the UK's vote to leave the EU as not one but seven property funds put restrictions on people trying to take their money out. At the start of the week, three UK commercial property funds holding more than £9 billion worth of investors' assets announced that they were halting redemptions. M&G's property portfolio, which is Britain's largest commercial property fund, as well as similar funds run by Aviva and Standard Life. Then they were quickly followed by Henderson Global Investors and Columbia Threadneedle, while Aberdeen changed its fund pricing to deter cash withdrawals. As a result, more than half of the £25 billion committed to commercial property by UK retail investors is now locked down by fund managers, who are trying to avoid being forced to sell buildings in order to raise cash and pay investors the money they're trying to take out. But how has this happened so quickly, and what can investors do? To answer those questions and more, I'm joined by our property correspondent, Judith Evans. Judith, why exactly are all these funds suspending withdrawals, becoming gated as it's known? Well, what's happened is that it's basically a reaction to large-scale outflows from the funds, i.e. investors asking for their money back. And one of the problems with that in a property fund is you obviously can't sell, for example, a large office building overnight in order to give people their money back. The funds do prepare for this by normally holding a portion in cash or in shares that are easily sold. But of course, when they start to burn through that, then they reach the point where they might have to sell buildings. And in order to avoid having a complete fire sale at very knockdown prices, they will instead tell investors that they can't have their money back at daily notice as they would normally be able to. So there's been this rush of investors to try to get their money out. I mean, it's being connected to the Brexit vote, but how is it connected? Well, the commercial property market in the UK has done fantastically well over the past three years or so. Prices have risen very fast, but investors basically think that Brexit will bring an end to that. There are some quite specific reasons for that. For example, people expect that financial services companies will relocate some of their staff elsewhere in Europe. That will reduce appetite for new London offices, so London office buildings particularly are seen as less valuable than they were. However, there are also more general reasons. There are expectations that Brexit will harm the economy, consumer confidence, and that in turn could affect areas like retail and housing. Hence, people wanting to get out of commercial property, which has been a very good asset class to be in, while global investors have been piling in, especially into the London property market. Exactly. It's been incredibly popular the past few years with investors from around the world. Quite a few new large pension funds and sovereign wealth funds have come in from parts of the world, from Malaysia to Qatar to Canada. And they've really bolstered the market. And I think one thing that investors are perhaps thinking is that they've enjoyed all that growth and perhaps they would like to get out before the market turns. However, maybe they were a little bit late for that. And this, of course, is not the first time that we've seen a downturn in UK commercial property, people trying to get their money out and funds suspending withdrawals. It's happened before. 
That's right. I mean, this actually happened during the 2007-2008 financial crisis and, in fact, contributed to the crisis. A lot of funds had to gate. A lot of funds had to sell properties very quickly. That contributed to steep falls in the commercial property market, which lost about 37% peak to trough. And it helped to sort of spread contagion through the system because once those falls in prices had been taken into account by banks, that made their loan books much less valuable And there were all sorts of knock-on effects. It also contributed to the collapse of an asset manager called Newstar, which had been quite large in the years before the crisis. That's not to say that this situation is the same. Funds like the ones we've been talking about actually hold more of the UK commercial property market than they did then because they've been so popular. They've also gated much more quickly. It was a more gradual process last time. But there are good things about that. It prevents investors from being paid out at the wrong prices, you could argue that gating is actually quite a sensible measure. More broadly, people say that banks are healthier than they were back in 2007. So this isn't some kind of action replay. But what does happen next? Obviously, investors can't get their money out of these funds. Do they have to brace themselves for the fact that they're going to get a lot less out when the suspensions on withdrawals are eventually lifted? That may well be the case if they decide to withdraw their money as soon as suspensions are lifted. But of course, they don't have to do that. And one thing that financial advisors say to investors in property funds is keep a cool head, realise that property markets do go up and down. One thing to remember as well is that this gating process is actually built into these funds. It's sort of intended to happen at times like these to avoid a sort of state of collapse. So it's probably true that the commercial property market has peaked in this cycle. It's probably also true that if you withdraw your money the minute you can, you'll make some losses. But that's not to say that all is lost. So don't rush for the exit as soon as the gate is opened, so to speak. Just one last question. I mean, are there any lessons from history in terms of how long these suspensions might last? It's likely to be at least a period of months because that's simply how long it takes to sell a commercial building, which is quite a complicated process. There were some during the previous cycle which stayed closed for a matter of years, but some of those then surprisingly reopened only to pay their investors back a huge profit. Others opened briefly, then closed again, so it's quite hard to say at the moment. But investors will still receive the income from the properties within the funds. So keep an eye on uh, what the funds decide to do over the coming months for now. Judith, thank you very much indeed. And for more on the effects of the EU referendum result on companies and investments, remember to visit ft.com forward slash Brexit. Brexit. 